are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about chasing false due diligence. And before, uh, right at the end of the show yesterday, I asked Jill to tell, tell us a, a story about how this came about, how this, uh, this episode came about. Can you please repeat it? Yes. So we have a, a new member in Land Academy. First deal came in. They loved it, submitted it to me for deal funding. I looked at it. I didn't love it. <laughs> Especially love, out of- Love the asset, not the price. Not the price. It's like- I wasn't in love with it. And don't and don't be afraid to do this. I just sent an email out yesterday, by the way, to a seller that were they got her offer in the mail. Instead of calling, they decided to email me. And I'm so, all right. And she's like, hey, it's my grandma's property. We like the offer, da, da, da. And I had to write her back and said, look, I like it. I don't love it. So my original price is going to be the end price. So that's, that's where we are. Your grandmother's property story. It is? No, and I believe it. I'm sure it's true. So oh, um, me too. I just, it's hard to get a really great price out of your grandmother. You just don't want to do that. I know. I'm not even sure the original price I love. So I'm waiting to, so what I wrote back was, I like it. I, I like it. I don't love it. Um, the most I, I said, the best I would do in the highest offer is my original offer. Let me know what you guys think and then walk away. So you have to get to that point. So where we are. So back to the, the, what you asked me about this, this, uh, person, so they're trying to make this deal happen and they've submitted it a couple of times. And I keep saying, shucks, you know, I originally I said I would, I think the offer was 30. And I said, you know what? I'd give them five <laughs> kind of thing. That was the best I would do. And then, and then they wrote back, they're like, but Jill, you know, and then I said, I, I, I marked it canceled. You know, I'm not, not going to uh -huh. happen because I'm 30 and five are very different. So then they came back and said, but we found these other comps and we feel really good about it. And I looked at the comps and I said, well, maybe 10. And then I kept reading. I said, my, I would consider 10,000. And they said, well, we got them down to 20,000. They won't go below that. I said, well, then the deal's done. As far as I'm concerned, done. They're either going to accept 10,000. Really, I'd like five or that's it. I'm not going to come up to their 20,000. And, and the thing is they're, and what this episode is about is going to be more about um, how to not get into this, this predicament of trying to chase a deal and why it happens. Yeah. And again, I have, like I said yesterday, I have like 10 questions for you because I have personal experience with this. When I was, when I started, I have, I had issues with, with uh, pricing mm -hmm. and not necessarily pricing a mailer, but just pricing like and letting go of a deal. And I think there's a lot of reasons in there. They're all. Yeah. Um, I, all the reasons that I couldn't let go of deals were all in my head and I still find myself doing it, uh, on big, high priced personal investments for us. And it, and it's, um, we'll talk about it before we get into it. Let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. Douglas looks like who, who is new to the group, not yet a member wrote, Recently, my partner and I were contacted by a Land Academy lender. What is that? I put this in here for a reason. We don't have Land Academy lenders. I couldn't agree more. I'm very curious. I hope somebody said, who's Land Academy lender? 
That's really funny. I'm going to find out later oh, today. Okay. Um, which is exciting since many of the properties we're looking at are out of our out of range of our current capital. So how is deal funding normally conducted? So someone is trolling, trying to lend money. And they're using our name. Wow. And there, I would like to get to the bottom of this too. By the way, there's about 10 responses. If anyone's a land academy lender, it's me. <laughs> and that's it. I know. And I don't troll you. There are about 10 responses. I would this. never troll. I'm like, I'm here with an open checkbook. Let me know if you got something good. I'm not going to chase deals. So it's good. It does tie into this whole we're show. Gonna, we're going to parlay this into. Uh, Jeez. I, I'm, a, I'm a Douglas. I'm going to answer your questions. Okay. So how is deal funding normally conducted? Is there usually a credit check? Oh, hell no. This is. <laughs> <laughs> See the steam coming out of Jill's ears. What the heck? I put this in here. On All right. Whoever you are, knock it off. <laughs> and everybody listening, there is no Land Academy lender and you never need a credit it's check. It's us. Wow. There, no, the deal stands so, for it. The deal is the credit check. So the deal is, is so let, it. Let's, let's finish. Holy cow. All right. Before you get upset. I'm sorry. <laughs> How does the lender ensure they get paid back? Do you usually sign a contract? Is it normally 50-50 split of profits? Thanks. Okay. okay let me take this for a second. Okay. <laughs> like I'm, I'll, is, I'll be over here calming this down. This is nothing more than. What? We're, we are a group of entrepreneurs. And there are people in our group and probably not in our group who have lots of money. I know there's people in our group with tons and tons of money. And so they're trying to find deals and they're contacting people through and, uh, land investors itself. The, the website is just, it's an open book. And so there be, we created a product called deal funding a long time ago, years ago. And there's like everything an offshoot. There's people that are, you know, Taking that concept and the basic parts of the concept, which I'm going to answer in Douglas's question here in just one second, and doing it for themselves, which is fine. All I'm just saying is, if you're if you're on the lender side of that, be good about it. You know, don't don't turn yourself into a a, a, Snake. a hard money lender situation. And if you're on the Douglas side of this, uh, and more uh, more importantly, here's the basic stuff that you need to know. No, if you, it all centers around, and this is what I tell every single new member, your job in life for the next couple of years is to find great property. That's it. It's not to have a lot of money in your bank account. It's not to be great on the phone, although that really helps. It's not to be the best data person in the world, although that really helps. But none of that's really required to find great deals. You just got to get, like we talked about yesterday, get the mail out there. So if you find a great deal, Find it uh, sounds like a money person or a money partner. It's not a lender. The, don't please don't use the word lending because there's no lending that goes on in any of this, mm -mm. which just cracks me up because whoever this is calling themselves Land Academy member doesn't get it at all. Right in the title, they don't get it. Yeah. What you're looking for is a partner like Jill and I, and I'm not touting our own stuff. There's a lot of other people out there that are partners. In fact, we bring partners in that are Land Academy members mm -hmm. on huge we deals. deals together. Right. Yeah. The components are this, you're going to split, you're going to sign an agreement that says, hey, I'm your money partner. You brought this great deal. Uh, we're going to make, we're going to split it. Uh, it might be 50, 50. It might be 90, 10. Depending and that's on based on who what. you are, how new you are. Yeah. Based on who's doing what, how much money everybody puts in. Right. Uh, and there's deals are all over the place. Right. Whatever makes sense to you. Right. But, but there's no that, points or percentage or credit no, checks. There's no credit check. This isn't lending. There's no sneak, sneaky stuff like that. You end up being a business partner with us. It's all in a two-page agreement that we sign. What's the recourse is what you're really asking here. Here's the deal. 
after a certain amount of time, if you, the manager of the transaction, fail to sell the property that we paid for 100%, we're going to take it over and do the deal. Right. And that happens. Right. It doesn't happen often, but it happens. And it's really clear. Everybody mm -hmm. knows what they're doing. It's like, it's like you would say the same thing too. You and I've had this happen actually with with advanced group. One person in particular, a, a former advanced group member, who who said, "Yeah, I bought it wrong. I'm yep. sorry, Jill. I you should take it back. It's been a year. I didn't sell it. It wasn't even a year, yeah. but it was way past whatever the agreed thing was. And so, and I would too." If I felt really strong about it, so and I dropped I. the ball. I'd be like, "Yeah, you're right. I goofed. I'm sorry." And so, so this whole happened. thing, Land Academy, from okay. from the minute we started it, is just a collection of unintended consequences. And Jill and I know that. But we, Jill and I, draw and whatever people do, whatever they're going to do, where we draw the line is where there's bad products and bad people. So that's right. You know, there's a priced product out there, a pricing product that I don't believe in at all. That the people who brought it to us. Uh, we're former Land Academy members and they're not anymore, not because we did anything, they're just not into it. That I think is not is really teaching people the wrong way to do everything. So, you know, just beware. All I'm saying is, Douglas and everybody else, yeah. be very, very aware of just be aware. There's a lot know? of copycats. Just out like there everything, too. there's a lot of great places to learn about buying and selling real estate uh, and land and, and how to send mail. I believe this is the best place, but it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You did you decide. We're not the most expensive, we're not the cheapest, but we are the original one. Mm -hmm. And and probably the oldest, which is says something. It's good. Careful. Don't throw that <laughs> word around like that. And it's the same thing with you know letters I mean? and partners. Not letters, with partners. Age. But isn't that funny though? It's um, gosh, I was watching something that's just a tiny way you just said though. I have a real hard time when I'm someone that's under 30 and they're and they are walking around like a pro. I have I'm sorry. Especially under 25, I kind of have a hard time. I don't know if everybody else does. I'd love to hear your comments. I think those things to. work themselves out. Let us know. I'm curious what you think about that. I mean, I tried it. Depends on what the topic is. Let's just say. So if it's, um, you know, something that calls for being of that age, say you're a, um, a DJ, okay, under 25 years old, totally going to listen to you. That's. Okay. That's actually required. I Thank think. you. You don't want it. You don't want it. A 75 year old DJ. I can't, could you imagine? No, can you imagine me as a DJ? Yeah. This is good. Like, let's see. What should. Let's oh, yeah. See. Steve's playing what? tonight. Yes. <laughs> We're going to go. We're going to listen to all that original Rush and Yes. Yeah. And uh, maybe he'll He's play. Bring uh, out his old vinyl. Maybe he'll play a couple of tracks yeah. off of Van Halen 1. <laughs> Could you imagine? This is good. Like, it won't, like, okay, what's mine? Like, what should I not be giving advice on? Like, I know there's things that you're not going to listen to me about because I am not the pro and I can't think of them right now, but that's funny. It's, you know, it just, just be careful where you learn from and choose. You know, I always come back to the academic setting that you had when you're in high school and college. I still have, there's probably five professors that I remember in college. The rest that I, I could could care less about. I don't even remember the names or let alone one time sitting in their class. But there's five that made a huge impression on me and there's for reasons for that. And so if you really sit down and say, which 5% professors that you liked in college or high school, you know, if they resembled Jill and I in any way, you're probably in the right place. If not, you know, then this isn't for you. Because <laughs> eventually you're just going to be like, 
I don't like this guy. I don't believe in it. He, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I get it. There's a very consistent personality type that joins this group, and it, and the ones that are that we know about anyway. They're like us. Yeah, you're very giving. They're analytical. They're open minded. Uh, you know, you like to share. They don't call themselves something like a land academy lender. No. I know that. No, you help. You know what? You have a you have a core belief in helping other people because you know in the end it's going to pay off. You have a core belief mm -hmm. that you're really helping sellers and helping buyers That's right. because it comes and it comes across that way. Right. And you are in a long view, and you're not slimy, and they know it, and that's it. And it ties into whether I'm buying a property or selling a property. I want to make sure it's a good fit. If you don't want to sell to me, I'm not going to talk you into it. If you don't want to buy from me, I'm not going to talk you into it. That's it. And then everybody's happy. I'll leave it on this. Jerry Seinfeld has this show called Talking in Cars with Comedians or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Yes, yes. Perfect. Thank you, Jill. And the show is funny as hell, if you haven't seen it. And so, but on a recent episode, he ended it like this. And he's, he sat down on a chair with a white background and said, look, there's about 900 offshoots to this show now. And he said... I think it's funny. Uh, I get it. You want to drive around with people and, and, and make jokes and stuff. But, and he said, and then he started listening to them and he said, just do me a favor, will you? I don't care if you copy my stuff, just be, be funny and be, provide a good show, mm -hmm. provide a good product. Yeah. And then, and then he laughed about it. Yeah. I say be original. So there's all kinds of offshoots of what we do here. The majority of them are slimy. You know, I would that's argue. That's the truth of it. But there are a good, a few good ones. Of the not that not that we're trying to go there, but since you opened that door, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, Douglas did. Ties and, into and thank you, Douglas. What I said was it yesterday? I don't know what day it was. One day this week, I said something about um, I'm really open and I want to be a sponge. There's going to be new, better ways and other thing ways in my own business that someone's gonna think about. And I'm all for it. I, I wanna learn. So if someone has a little bit of better way of, it might even be just, you know, um, tracking our properties or posting properties yeah. or something like that. Or pricing. That. Or even pricing. There's gonna be somebody that comes up with something good. And you know what? I'm not gonna kick it to the curb. I'm totally open to it. But I need you to be real. I need you to be uh, uh, tested. And I need some numbers. I need to know what works. and. I, and I really will pay attention to you. I'm happy to listen because um, you might teach me something. I think it's great. Well said, Joe. Thank you. Today's topic, chasing false due diligence. This is the meat of the show. You know what my notes are? Want to hear my notes because they're funny. Well, let me set this up. Okay. When you send a bunch of mail out, uh, I'll use the numbers that I used uh, either earlier on the show or yesterday. You send a thousand pieces of mail out, you maybe get 20 real good, 20 responses that aren't where they're not angry. Uh, you whittle those down, and now you've got, let's say, 10. Um, and those numbers are varied. Then Jill's going to look at all 10 of them straight up, and she's going to say, I love these three. But the majority of them, the other seven, she's going to say something like, I love this asset, but I don't like the price. Or there's just no way I'm going to buy this asset at any price. Or however it manifests itself. It's the middle properties. And I'm speaking from personal experience where it's like, it's 20,000 bucks. Uh, it really needs to be 10. And then I start to 
the wheels start turning in my head and I start to justify the $20,000 and you can get in a lot of trouble, especially if you're buying a house. So here's what the sentence that I say that I, and every single time works for me where I snap out of it. Is there going to be another real estate deal next week? There's always in our world, always another real estate deal next week. Sometimes usually next, usually tomorrow. And that's what stops me from trying to see something in that $10,000 property that gets me to 20. Love to hear your notes. <laughs> Here's Funny. Jill's notes. I can see them. It says, stop it. That's <laughs> <laughs> Jill, Jill's whole, co whole comment for this thing. JC, false due diligence. Stop it. That's it. And we're done. No, and then Sometimes I put- Sometimes we reverse roles. It's so Sometimes true. you're that hard ass. It's true. The second thing I wrote was chasing false due diligence is red, you're missing red flags like dating. Okay, and I have something funny I wrote, SNL. So I watched the replay of a week or so ago of the Saturday Night Live, um, and there was a skit on there where this guy goes to the door. This is like, this is what, this is what false due diligence is in dating and I'm trying to stop, I'm trying to see, hope you see my analogy here in the comparison. So this guy goes to the door, she opens the door, she's like, Jesus, you know, Brad, why are you here? We broke up. He's like, I'm a new man, I'm a changed man. And he's saying, I, I stopped drinking. She's like, oh, thank God, really? And then he, and she goes, yeah, and don't worry, and the Coke's gone too. She's like, you were doing Coke? And then he goes into all this stuff and and and, and also I, I got rid of those three other marriages. Well, you were married? You know, and he's like, all these things are coming up. And she's like, she's like, so she's starting to see it. And then he gets down on one knee. Oh God. And, and she's like, oh, all of a sudden she starts to erase all the bad things, right? And the reason he's getting down on one knee is to adjust his ankle bracelet. <laughs> so, it's, it's, so, it's like this, and it goes on, and it's the funniest thing. And at the very end of the skit, she's like, oh, he loves me. As, as he's running from the police. Next thing you see red and blue flashing lights at some point. And he's throwing her all this paraphernalia saying, hide this for me. And she's holding it all saying, oh, he said he loved me. You know, I'm like, okay, this is like chasing false due diligence. It's like that. It's like you're missing it. You're missing the red flags and you need to stop it. And if you really are in a conundrum, here's my tip on all this. If you really are, are on the fence, you're like, okay, Jill said this. I got these red flags. I still think there might be some value there. Okay, promise. Well, well, hold on a moment. Promise me you will do this. Put it aside and wait a couple days because I'm willing to bet if you do that, I need you to open five, 10, a few more envelopes mm -hmm. and see what else is out there. Go to brunch with somebody else. And <laughs> <laughs> not the ankle bracelet not guy. Not the ankle bracelet guy. And and I promise you, if you put it aside for a few days and, and you're going to go, okay, now I see it. Joe was right. I missed the red flags. I now have three more properties that are way better. And it's usually something like price. It's something like, uh, like the person's trying to sell you on something. It may even be, it's a very involved title mess. I've seen this. People think that I can undo this. Nobody can undo it. I am the one guy 
that can undo this. It's like the people that drive for dollars and they see the boarded up house that's been boarded up for three years because you can tell the 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 weeds and the grass are that high. And they're like, you know what? I'm sure I'm the only one. I'm the smartest one. I'm I'm sure that there's not many people saw this asset. I'm going to undo this. No, there's a reason why it's been boarded up for three years and the grass is that high. There's there's something bigger going on. You know, uh, that air of superiority about, hey, I get it and no one else does. Can you think of a time when that's appropriate? Like where where it's like, wow, you know what? I really do know more than anybody about this. No. Can you? There's a possibility that, and I don't mean just me and no one else, which is, this is a definition of narcissism, by the way, where he's falsely like, you think you're a king or something. There's a possibility that I'm pretty good at um, picking places to send mail or product, new product types to send mail that are data based. Because when I explain why I sent mail to some place to very, very seasoned and intelligent people in our group, they look at me like, wow, why didn't I think of that? Okay. So I'm getting some feedback on that. But what, but everything else, like how okay. I handle administrative stuff or, or growth or anything, no, I just think I'm, I'm in the sea of people. Okay, I do agree with you there. I do believe that every single person everyone has some little talent that you do better than everybody else. I can guarantee you it's not this renovating a house. <laughs> I can guarantee you that yeah. your choice in shark and curtain isn't going to be any, you might think that. But there might be, I really think that too. Everybody has some little hidden talent. It might be really small, but when you, when you thought of like taking that, that, uh, that having that arrogance, like, well, I'm the best. You know what it makes me think of my little brother and I in parenting. My brother came to me when he had like a six month old, barely. He was giving me parenting advice. I'm like, you're giving me parenting advice right now. If you think you're great, I'm like, let's talk to me in talk to me when that six month old and she's staring at you at 16 with your car keys in your hand. Then we'll talk. That's what I said. Until then. Don't give me parenting advice. And I won't do that to you either, by the way. I've got, I, I used to say this, I got, that. that's when I really learned to eat my words, man. And yeah. I really try to be careful of that. I, I'm i not going to pretend I'm the pro on everything. You think you're great. I give you between two weeks and two months to be completely done. <laughs> With parenting? <laughs> everything. Oh. If you're sitting around saying, God, I'm so great. I'm, I get Can you this. you imagine? I get this. People don't. People suck. No. And I'm great. <laughs> look at look at this. Look at me. No, you're done. Yeah. So stop chasing it. Um, you know, use your use your team. If you're if you're not sure and you're new, that's why we have the back end of our online community. By the way, that is the whole reason. I got two places for you right now for everyone. Landinvestors.com. If you're a member, there's a back end that's hidden that the planet can't see. Use it. And if you're thinking, God, am I missing a red flag here? I need another pair mm -hmm. of eyes, like today. Put it there. And the other thing is, that's where our Thursday calls are. You can run it by us. That's yeah. where we do it. I want to that's save right. you and help you. And I want, I don't want to do it every week. I, I this should always be learning. You know what I mean? You you need to be growing with me. 
And you should be able to go, oh, got it. I'll never do that again. There's a second part to this. We've gone way over in time, but I, I will bring it up briefly. There are a material number of people. Uh, again, I used to fall into this group, and sometimes I still do on bigger deals, where you, there's just never enough due diligence. So when you're, you're chasing this false due diligence, like, and it usually for me comes up with property usage. And so there's a million things that can happen with a piece of dirt, usually an urban piece of dirt on a uh, paved road or a state highway that make you ask yourself this question, can I really use it the way it's intended? Yeah, I know it's zoned for hotel, but look at this drop down here, or look at the slope, or look at how many trees are on it. Is it, what am I missing? What am I missing? And so you don't want to chase that false due diligence to the point where you never do a deal. Right. And the way that we make up, make that up, and we talked about this before the show, is it was justified by price. So we did a commercial real estate deal last year where we actually uh, bought it for less than 10% of what their asking price was. Mm -hmm. And we both looked at each other and said, yeah, there's these unknowns. And yeah, we, we, we will get an engineer out there. But I think we're just going to write the check right now anyway, because it's so cheap that I can, we can get out of it and still make double. Totally. That is the silver bullet in land investing. That's where due diligence no longer matters. Where if you've done all the obvious stuff with the five A's, it all clears that. And now it just becomes price. And it needs to be so cheap that, it, especially in a partnership where both people are saying, we got to do this deal. Right. Is there any question that we shouldn't be doing this deal at this price? Those are the kinds of deals you want to do, especially right in the beginning of your career and not chase due diligence. Mm -hmm. When if you're chasing due diligence, well, can I use it this way? Is it going to be okay? Is that flood plane too short? Are the setbacks and on and I'm on and get on? A perk just you know what case. you're really telling to yourself? You know what you're really saying in the back of your head? It's too expensive. I'm There's trying to justify the price. You're you're fine. You're you're creating problems and then yeah. you need to watch that too. Red flags. Need to send out a few thousand offers to property owners like us? Check out offers and the number two owners.com. So it's offers to owners.com. No setup fees, free mail merge, exceptional service, and now including just released for everyone, concierge data and pricing. It's awesome. Give offers to owners a call today. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable and we do appreciate your support. Please check out our YouTube channel. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button. Your comments and suggestions help us to create the type of content you're here for. Hitting the like button on your favorite episodes helps to support our channel's algorithm and gauge your interest for future shows. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. We hope you find our content valuable and we appreciate your support. If you have not already, please check out our channel and hit the subscribe button. And your comments and suggestions help us uh, to create the content you're here for. Hitting the like button helps to support our channel's algorithm and gauge your interest for future shows. 